There you go. All right. Good morning. Uh, Ron here. Corey. We're going to do a podcast on the road this morning. We are, well, Corey knows where we're at. Where are we at, Corey? We are in Shelton, Washington, driving in the woods. We're looking for grouse today. So yeah. Corey and I decided Monday morning, we're going to talk real estate, catch up with each other. I haven't seen them. I mean, I've seen them, but I haven't just chilled. We have kind of a set up with the camera showing where we're driving through the woods and uh, just relaxing and catching up on real estate. So you got to come with us on our podcast on the road today. And I'm excited to have Corey because wealth of knowledge in real estate and just everything else. So I'll describe, I guess, if you're not watching the video and you're on the podcast, we are deep country. I guess you'd call this old forestry trees right old yeah. alder trees yeah this is all replanted or as we call it reprod reproduction of trees that have been replanted so it's uh smaller smaller stuff these are evergreens then yeah evergreens yep, yep. yeah evergreens sorry not alders wow glad i brought cory <laughs> uh and it's kind of uh that spooky halloween time as brandy called this uh, i told her i was going grouse hunting this morning she's like oh that's very fallish to do so there's leaves changing but through here it's just like branches it almost looks like branches and just undergrowth brush not even sure what the undergrowth is it, I mean we see it all the time it's a bunch of salal brush and and scotch broom and um, that's I mean that's the majority of it right here slal brush and and scotch broom really so that and then we got the camera so you can see what we're looking at and just down a forest road so uh, you're going to have fun just watching us talk real estate, driving down the road with Corey that knows everything woods, as you can tell, in Washington. So let's start it off with Corey. How is real estate going for you? <laughs> well, <laughs> hitting them with the hard questions right away. It's, uh, <laughs> it's slow. I mean, I think, I think that's uh, kind of across the board is it's just slow slow for a lot of people I, I know that you know the what we've what we've seen with real estate in this changed market is those that have been doing real estate for a while and have been successful through the years uh, are still doing okay they're slower um, and those that have started real estate maybe in the last two to three years are probably really struggling because they don't have that base of clients that they, you know, get referrals from. And cause like I mean, you and I, right. Yeah. Even me though. I just, I've been fortunate enough to sell a lot. So I do have a lot of past clients and really the stuff that I currently have has all been referral based. So I've been a hundred percent referral based the last few transactions that I have. So if you're an agent that is fairly new to the game uh, you probably don't have that and unless you've sold a lot of homes in those two to three years um, so basically we've just seen a big change big fallout of agents in the last couple of years because it is so hard right now yeah and I think the market like Corey said it's at least here in Olympia so when we're talking the market we're talking Olympia Washington I've heard Seattle is back to multi bids multi wars but um, that could be certain areas of Seattle, but for Olympia right now, we're slow. 
Oh, there you go. Well, we're back to recording. Um, as I was saying, our listings, we both have listings, and we both have good referral base, but we're slow. The listings aren't moving. Um, it's kind of like the market just, I don't know, in the last two weeks, just stopped. Two, three weeks. Yeah, I mean, making price adjustments and everything, and it just nothing, nothing is happening. Uh, yeah, mine as well. And mine, I have one that's a hell of a good deal. Priced, oh, there goes driving by a boat in the woods. Little, <laughs> little boat. Has that always been there? Yeah, well, for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Always have a boat. Um, you know, my, my listing, one of them, bought two years ago, 850000 where now they now have it listed for sale two years later. For, we're finally down to 700000 I shouldn't say finally. We kept price reducing it. That's a steal. Like, the house is worth seven fifty to eight hundred, but right now in this market, even at seven hundred, nothing. I mean, we had one buyer that was really interested, but never came to fruition. Uh, so I don't know what's going on in the market other than just winter, low inventory than we've ever had. I know the bond market's crazy. The workforce is all over the board. So it's is that something in the road? No. Uh, that caught me last time I came through here. It's just a little stick that looks like. Like <laughs> Krauss just said. Yeah. All right. Um, I should got to stop saying, uh, you know, it's just, I think this market just froze. So I'm not sure what's going to happen next year. Everybody says it's going to be amazing or it's going to boom. When I say everybody, some of the top heads and even like the main graphs that you look at, lot of the people are saying it's going to be positive between one percent up to five percent positive next year but i'm not sure if that's olympia or it's all of the country or just major cities because remember when you see the stats and that's Kay schiller that's um i mean it was going off all the different major reports even the big banks that were predicting a positive year i don't know i'm not sure what's going to happen next year yeah and i think some of this might sound like a bit of a scare or a scare tactic as far as like don't buy and that's i don't i don't see that as the case because you can buy a home right now for less than what you know what the value really probably is at and you get you can get you have a higher chance of getting credits from the seller whether or not that's buying down your points paying for your closing costs or whatever but I, my opinion on this is that had, if you had bought two years ago, like Ron has the one, and you try to sell now, it just isn't going to happen. You have to sit. We're kind of going back to that. You should probably own your house for five years or more before you Correct. decide to sell. Yep. And historically, even today, even though the market's tough, historically homes will always rebound and be more than what you know, you'll have that equity in the home. So it still doesn't mean that it's a bad time to buy interest rates are high sure but you can always refinance down the road and again if you get credit from a seller which your your chances of that are a bit higher and even new builds where contractors are given insane credits oh no kidding to buyers (laughs) if Brandy said if we could get a certain price for our home she would sell it and just go move in a new buy because they're giving buy downs what I mean four percent then it was like five percent for 30 years so there's your interest rate plus the brand new home 
prices were insanely slashed because they need to get rid of that inventory. So, and I think you brought a good point. Mine wasn't to scare scare you into not buying. It was just giving you the reality of right now, it is so slow, yet there's so many deals out there. I mean, mine at 700,000, I'm not trying to push my home, I'm just using it as an example, is that's a huge steal because historically, like Corey said, in five years, or let's say you even hold five years, maybe 10 years, you've now gone up, I would say, worst case, it goes up 10% over the whole five years. So that's only going up 2% for a year, for five years like most reports all predict at least minimum, you're now making a good return off that 700,000 plus the mortgage you've paid down plus everything else. So if you're looking to move, you can't go wrong buying. Like to be honest, I wanna buy right now because this is the lowest I've seen in the lowest. And even Seattle, like I'm hunting Seattle. They had one home on Queen Anne. Seller needs to sell before the holidays. They've dropped it down to 1.4 million. It should be 2 million. So you're making 600,000 and if Seattle rebounds, which it will, um, yeah, you're making a good chunk. Now the catch is everybody says, well, is this the bottom? I believe it's the bottom because where else are they gonna go? And once everybody kind of, again, goes through this winter, and refreshes and if the market turns even slightly good, um, and I mean by the stock market, by the reports, by the presidency, election years are always slower. It's yeah. just every four years, I'm like, get ready for election year because it seems like everybody wants to see what happens with election year and then then they then they make a move. So if election year goes good or who knows who would good whichever either way you're going doesn't matter. Um, I think this is the best time to buy cuz one little tick up and everybody's out. Well, and it, it just we've had I feel like a drastic change where during COVID when prices of homes shot up, interest rates were extremely low, and then all of a sudden, within three years or so, it changed. Yeah. And, like, seems pretty drastic change. And so there's this shock with people of, like, geez, what, when am I supposed to buy? And so when we had that period, people were like, oh, the houses are too expensive, I'm not going to buy. And now they're like, damn it, I wish I would have bought then because the interest rates are so light, low even though the prices were high but if you consider uh well i'll use my house for example i bought just right like when covid was happening so we got a really screaming deal, uh, interest rate price of the house was higher we had multiple offers that we had to beat and we offered over list price and we got the house luckily we got lucky that it even appraised for more than what we had bought it for so we were like sweet we you know we were sitting really well and so greatest great interest rate now mind you this was during time where people were like no houses are too expensive i'm not buying well my house has gone up probably darn near a hundred thousand over uh, or up in equity a hundred thousand more there's a dead fox Wow. So our viewers, that is a dead fox. Wow. Oh, no, it's a coyote. Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, looks like it, yeah. Shit. Someone just left a dead baby coyote on the side of the road. That's nice. They're just shooting out. Clear cut here. So you have a clear cut with small six-foot evergreens and then... What are the, why am I forgetting all my plants this morning? What are the brown things? Dead um, ferns. Dead ferns. Holy cow. Sword ferns. <laughs> Screw it. I don't know nothing about Washington anymore. 
uh, dead ferns all through the clear cut, small little evergreens, and there you got a little baby coyote someone probably just picked off in the field and just left it. Yeah. It's a shame. But, um, but yeah, so. And that was the height of the market you were saying. That was just before it got to the height of the prices. Like it was steadily climbing when we bought. So like things were just skyrocketing, but we had those really sweet interest rates. Um, but my point is, is like, we continue to have this conversation with buyers of like, ah, the prices of homes are too much or the, now it's the interest rates are too much. And the, the homes, the prices of homes are still, you know, still high. But well, I don't think so. The price of homes. I, I don't either. And, and again, historically. Oh, they mean the prices of the homes are too high. They want, yeah, they want the pre-COVID prices. You're not going to get that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think so. No, but my point is, is like hindsight from these folks that we've still been working with or talk or are still in contact with are like, yeah, I wish I would have bought sooner. Even, even, sure the market changes, but there may it may seem like there's never a right time to buy. But the point is, is like home prices are constantly going up, whether you buy now or you bought before or you buy later. The price of homes are always going to keep going. Yeah. And you should probably consider holding on to a home for at least five years or more before you decide to sell. That's that historically is what it used to be now there was that small period when COVID happened where you could buy the house and because prices were going so fat going up so fast you could turn around and sell it in two years but that's just not the case now no yeah and flipping I'm seeing flips still where they can buy and flip because we have no inventory so that is a caveat with it is we have no inventory we are the lowest inventory since the 70s and so you take that into factor of no inventory, no one's wanting to sell, no one's wanting to go anywhere. If you see something, that's still kind of artificially pricing up the home prices. But now here's the new kind of, re I'm gonna play off of Corey's thing. Everybody says, well, if inventory floods the market, prices go down. Yeah, they go down, but if the prices go down, then everybody comes back to buy the homes. Now the prices go back up, even if interest rates come down, it makes no sense because if the interest rates go down, you know you'll have a flood of buyers. Well, the home prices are gonna go up. Simple as that. The home prices go up, but you get a lower interest rate, it still doesn't convert. The numbers do not make sense. So you could pay $100,000 more for a house, but have a lower interest rate and still have the same mortgage payment. Isn't that insane? Yet you're paying $100,000 more now that you have to pay off for that home, but yet you have a lower interest rate for the same price mortgage so you might as well just buy now if you're thinking of buying because and it's again now we're not going the opposite where we're telling you to buy but if you're looking to buy this in my opinion is the bottom now yes it could go down a little bit more and it could go down another 50,000 on prices or interest rates could go up even a little bit more too and so I think at the end of the story end of the day I think if you're looking to buy right now and you have your real Realtors, real estate agents saying I would buy because I would buy. There's multiple people buying. Ricky Kruth, look at that guy. He's buying three more homes. He's buying a new home built as well. A lot of people are cashing in and buying these new home builds because, I mean, the deals right now are insane for rentals. Yeah. Um, I've been looking myself. Like, yeah. If you have the money, South uh, Charleston, outside Charleston, South Carolina, you can get a 1800 square foot home brand new this is a Lennar I think this is a Lennar one 1800 square foot home 
$360,000 plus closing costs plus 5% interest rate, and the rental market there is $2,100 for that home. So if you do the math, it converts at a really good cap rate, and what you're doing is you're buying it at a cheap price right now to where you can literally turn around and hold it for five years, maybe 10 years. I'd probably hold these rentals for 10 years and watch that home be worth at least half a million, 600,000 if prices keep going the way you, they go. It's not only rental market, did you make money, bring it in the rental, but now you held a home for 10 years that was easy to rent, that was nice and clean, new and all that fun stuff, and then you can turn and burn and sell it plus all the money you made on the rental in 10 years. That's a solid investment. And that's what people are hunting right now. Uh, same with homes that are just down the bottom that need to sell. You can take advantage if you have the money. And I think that's where we're kind of stalling out and being slower, at least in my mind, as we drive through the woods and at least do get to go grouse hunting, which is nice. I mean, this is the fallish thing you could do. I mean, forest all around you, dirt road, it's quiet. There's no one around. We're driving five miles per hour and just chilling and making a podcast this is life i'm sorry this is fun i got my shotgun here not loaded as Corey <laughs> reminded me do not load your shotgun uh i'm excited <laughs> do you know gun safety uh, but the catch is um, squirrel you, this is the right time but if you don't have the cash i get it so i think that's why it's stalling out too because people one are worried about the election year the market everything else but a lot of people that don't have the cash, or if they have the cash, they're doing multifamilies. They're big box stuff that they're a little more secure with, but multifamilies have dropped. Holy cow, I have one in 12plex in Yakima, not selling at a really good price, just because everybody wants screaming deals in multifamily, and I'm not sure if that's because of the commercial market also tanking, because commercial market with all those loans coming up and with Warren Buffett saying the commercial market is gonna tank um, you know, in the stat this morning I saw from Logan, oh, Logan, I forget his last name, Macintosh. I don't want to say Macintosh because that's rude if that's not his last name, but he just showed a baseline of where working from home finally leveled out. And we've been leveled out for a while now to where it spiked during COVID. Now it came down, leveled out from working for home, and we've finally been leveled for six months working for home where people are not calling people back to the office. I think the main draw to the city is that's leveled out from working with home is the office people that needed to be called back are called back. They're still trying maybe a few months delay of figuring that out. But to be honest, most of the drive I see going back to Seattle is conveniences. I want to go to theater. I want to go to a sporting event. I want public transportation, SkyTrain, <laughs> frail, everything else. And I don't like the country. I don't want to drive 20 minutes here or there. I need a good restaurant. Yeah, um, I think that's driving everything as well. There was definitely a flow of folks from the you know are familiar with the city and enjoy the city that were like, ah, I don't have to go to work, you know, I don't have to go to an actual office, and I'd like you know I like to go to travel to the country, and I like the peace and quiet, and I like you know the forest, and and then they get there, and they're like, well. What do we do? <laughs> now that we're here, what do we do? And there's just, like Ron's saying, those amenities, they're not readily available. And the people that did that were like, I don't actually like living in the forest. You mean it I takes would... two hours to mow a yard? Yeah. 
and those you know there are people that do like i like doing that stuff. that's me that's me that's my kind of living but that's not for everybody <laughs> well you gotta do this i mean you literally took us 20 15 20 minutes to drive to the country road out here we met at buffalo wild wings and please don't break into my truck although we'll post this <laughs> um you know that's it's a whole different lifestyle so it's more i at least i would uh, small town living you need to know people and friends i think that's the hardest part as well as it's not as social as well because you go and most people know everybody mm-hmm. and so there's that small town factor as well uh, the bars and this and that all close early so if you want to be up late forget about it um, this is more olympia i would say is more of a sleepy town i read a stat it's a lot of retirees here in Olymp- olympia which I mean, teach your own. I don't know if I could retire here, but again, I'm so used to it. I guess I would because Corey and I are going to be 65 still doing this in the woods. We just won't be making, well, maybe we'll be making podcasts, 65 <laughs> in the woods, just for our family, but we'll be giving them all life lessons at that time. In my day, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's at least my thought, but I, we well, like this lifestyle. That's only 24 years away from me. Thanks, Corey. Fuck you. That's, no, sorry. <laughs> Same here. So we got to, you know, that's not going to be, you know, we're getting to that age where we will be uh, retired. So you, I think that's also what we're picking. Brandy and I want to stay settled, keep the kids here. We don't want the city. We drove up to the Sounders game, my son and I, and it is an hour drive, hour and 30 minute drive home at midnight or 11 o'clock. You know, we got home at 11 something took an hour drive but you were driving an hour to go a major sporting event which in the big scheme of things isn't that bad because we still get the country small town we're an hour away mm-hmm. franny said next time we have points on like our marriott or whatnot she's like we could have just rented a hotel the girls would have came up and chilled at the hotel with us walk back to the hotel and drive back the next morning so uh, there are options like that too if you're living from a small town yeah i mean it's just if you enjoy that like quick and easy convenience of getting to somewhere, whether that be driving or biking um, or walking, you're just not going to have that in, in your country. Um, you know, like your listing that you have out in the country, that uh, it's you got to travel. You got you got to travel a little ways, and you're not going to be able to just easily go out and you know go to a grocery store or. And, and when I say easily, like, you know, just walk across the street, like you might be able to do in the city, but you got to drive 30 minutes or so to get to a grocery store and get your stuff. So you got a little more planning ahead of, uh, ahead of time when you live more further. Costco runs. Yeah. Costco runs for sure. We're any stocked up on Costco. Yeah. That's a must win there. I guess it's more opinion based, but that's a must for our family and our <laughs> two boys yeah. constantly eating. You got to have Costco. <laughs> I I think, you know, with real estate being slow and with us knowing the market and knowing the business and knowing here, I think if you're looking to buy right now, this is this is when I would buy. And I did this last year with a bunch of buyers and they got screaming deals and they bought in October, November, and December. Remember one of my buyers closing December 15th or 20th. It was a vacant home. So they got in there before Christmas, but they got 50,000 off the price and the price was already low. Then on top of that, we got closing costs and we got updates because it needed a few things on inspection. And 
it's now worth over a year another 60,000 plus what it was when they bought a year ago and everybody said it was higher then too and now look at it and with the interest rates same thing like there is no right time but I will say during this winter and especially this year with it being slower um, this is if you're looking to buy and you have the means or if you need to do a contingent sale and sell your home or if you're just ready to take the loan and go buy a home. Yes, I know low inventory, but there's a lot of stuff off market people aren't talking about that are saving for next year as well. So I would say number one is get in contact with Corey or I and tell us what you need and let us either start hunting for it or let's go look at homes or just use us as a resource. If you're moving from out of state, ask us the neighborhoods. Ah, we want more Halloween. Great, we got that. Oh, I only wanna be 10 minutes from grocery store, fine. You know, uh, I don't mind too much cookie cutter. I want a bigger backyard. Let us know. Now, our prices compared to the rest of the country in some places are higher, though. Our median home price. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But <clears throat> I think that also goes back to just looking at historical numbers and, and the equity that does come in time. You're not going to, not always are you going to have that instant equity. You know, it might take a year or two to start seeing that equity come back into your house. But in my opinion, that's better than paying thousands of dollars for rent and never seeing that that investment. And that that's to me that sucks. But you know, I get some people they prefer renting because they don't like the duties that come with owning a house. It can be it can be uh tough at times and just buying a everybody wants this perfect house and there is no perfect house there's always things that come with owning a home and keeping upkeep and yep. and uh i mean for example my house i we had a beautiful primary bathroom and uh found there was a mold problem there's the shower i guess failed and this had been going on well before we owned it. And, but you wouldn't know because our whole bathroom was tiled. So we just noticed because we started getting sick and saw a little bit of a moisture spot, excuse me, downstairs in the, in the ceiling. And so that kind of led me on this wild goose chase with looking for what's going on. And lo and behold, I, found a ton of mold and had to tear it out so anyway owning a home no home is perfect whether it's new and that could happen in a new home too i've sold yeah. a new home where the bath primary bathroom failed and luckily it was under the one-year warranty but it's still a pain i mean yeah. but yeah. that that's home home ownership now if you consider that same scenario where you're renting a place you could have a landlord that drags their feet or won't do anything won't do anything then you have to which, move out which there are laws to protect you as a renter in that. Um, God, but that's a pain. It is a pain. It's all a pain. Like, either you can take control of that and you have your equity in your home, or just keep throwing the money away. You could fight the <laughs> landlord. I've seen landlords do nothing and don't care. And I get complaints about that all the time. Isn't there laws? Yeah. Try to fight them. Go ahead. They still can say nothing. They could tell you, go get a lawyer. Well, now you're out of money for a lawyer. And then trying to fight them to get your money back from the lawyer. And then to prove that you didn't do it to cause the problem is a whole nother resource. Well, you broke the shower. You 
did this and that. You're like, what? Yeah. I mean, uh, me personally, I would rather have full control. And I would rather say, my bathroom, now you have homeowner's insurance if you need to, if it gets bad, you have... Oh, yeah. Corey's going to go open the gate right now. So there's a nice big gate. We're going through some forest. Uh, uh, cool uh, timber company to go uh, hunting down here where no one's at, which is really cool. So if you have a key, which is nice. Um, you... Uh, Corey's back. Totally do. <laughs> um, look, if you're going to take control of it, you'd rather be the one in control instead of trying to fight the homeownership. And yes, you can say, oh, I saved all this money in rent. Um, but you, you're always fighting, I feel like. So you might as well do it yourself, take control of the home yourself, and then deal with the bathroom stuff. Like Corey's doing his home, own home bathroom stuff. I mean, that's huge. And you save all the money because contractors are expensive. If you don't know how to do it, then do the homeowner's insurance and do contractors. Now, I'm always, I will be honest, homeowner's insurance is a caveat because once you ding it once, your insurance goes up. It's a pain with homeowner's insurance. Trust me, I know it's and it's like you have homeowner's, homeowner's insurance in the last five or seven years, depending on which company they ask um, a claim. And if you have, it's, it sucks because it's like your car accident, but just longer with homeowner's insurance. So be careful with that. But it is if it's a big project or something you need to do, then fine. It could save you a lot of money. Um, but then when you start taking a look at how much it jacked up your homeowner's insurance, it may not pay off. So it just depends. But with the main scheme of everything, I guess, scheme, with the main synopsis is if you're not wanting to rent anymore and throw that money away, call us. Let's go look at homes. We'll show you great deals. And I know our median price because I know that was the thing. If you're moving from another state that's, oh, our median price is 250000 Well, ours is, to be honest, to find a good three-bed, just two-bath home, something 1500 to 1800 2000 square feet, you're looking around four hundred to four fifty, five hundred thousand. So we may be double your median price from a different state if you're coming from the south or some of the Midwest places. So you got to take that in the factor. But what you're getting out here in Washington State is clean air, clean water, mountains, woods, the sound all around you, the ocean out that way, uh, the Cascade Mountains. You're getting the whole basis of nature and fresh water, fresh woods, fresh everything you imagine compared to where you're maybe coming from, the city. And we have great climate control of the temperate, the summers are the best. Now winters, although this year, it's like summer in October right now. It was 80 degrees yesterday. I was sweating working on the shed, like literally shirt off getting a tan <laughs> in October. Uh, not the norm. Normally it's raining. My wife's even said she can't wait to get cozy with the rain, and I get it because we're so used to the rain here. But if you're not used to the rain, uh, that may be a factor. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> we are definitely heading into the colder, wet months, darker. Like our kids, my kids are pretty young, and they go to bed pretty early, and we're sitting there downstairs yesterday, and they're like, why is it dark? Because it was getting dark before their bedtime, where in the summertime, uh, it wasn't dark when they'd go to bed. So they're they're kind of confused. They're like, what, what's happening? Like, why is it dark all of a sudden? And I'm still awake. Um, 
Corey's kids are young, by the way. So that's why. <laughs> How old are your kids? Three and four. Three and four. Which is a great age. They start to start to really, at least with our kids, really took off after that. Time flies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, um, it, it does get dark up here. If you're not used to living in northern states up by the 49th parallel, um, it, it's definitely dark. Oh, this is beautiful. If you can see from the phone, we're overlooking. Uh, God, the Olympics are over there behind the cloud cover, right? Yeah. And then we're just overlooking all forest, evergreens, just like a valley of just trees. Just gorgeous. Coming down the, down the mountain road, through the forest, over the river. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to think of any other points. So if you don't know Corey, new, new to the podcast, not new to real estate with me, he's been six, seven years now, solid real estate just took off and his wealth of knowledge is huge. So if you're looking for someone that will show you all the great hunting sites with the purchase of a home, um, <laughs> give him a call because he knows his areas out here. Maybe not all the good hunting spots, but maybe some. <laughs> He'll give you the tourist and level up. You can level up from there. Uh, every home you get, you get a different level of hunting spot. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Keep buying homes. Uh, you know, this is this is what we'll start doing because Corey and I wanted to do this podcast forever. So we're going to start making more and more podcasts with Corey. Just talking real estate. Am I afraid of anything today with real estate? Slow market. Need to buy now. If you are in the market to buy, heck of good deals. Yes, you can always refinance on interest rates. Yeah. I don't think they, I mean, people preach it, but what would you say if someone says, first time home buyer, what the heck does that mean, I guess? Well, there's different programs for first time home buyers that can be more appealing and help get, if you're a first time home buyer, help you get into a home for the first time, whether that's less money down or zero down. I, so many times I've had people tell me like, well, I don't have the, I don't have the 20% to put down on a home. We don't, you don't need to have 20% to put down on a home. There's different programs out there that allow you to put 3% down. Now, if you're VA, you can do 0% down for sure. Um, so really it's, you gotta have that conversation whether. I, if you want to have a conversation, have a conversation with you, us. I'm never going to force you to buy a house, but if you're just wanting to find information, I'm down to have a conversation about that too. Because the more you know, the that knowledge is power. So the more you know, you can make an informed decision on where you go from there. I'm just here for information. I don't, you know, if you get to that point where you're like, yeah, I think I do want to buy, then cool, I'm there to help you with that too. But I think people just get that sense that maybe if they're going to have a conversation with a realtor that they're going to be pushed into buying a house and if if that's your worry that's not me that won't happen with me if you talk to me yeah we're not we're not going to say you need to buy this i think the best thing about Corey, there's one well there's something walking across the road you see that with a little head so look mid-range about 50 yards out that little It looked like a head move. It may have just gone across. Um, God, I am saying um a lot. I think if you're listening to this, get some wine or beer and take a shot every time I say um. It's a fun, it's a fun game. 
we're not going to push you to buy a house. And I think that's great with us because we basically use us for the knowledge. We give you all the information, you make the decision, then we write the contract. Our main goal is to help you just buy. That's it. Here's what we got. Let's go get it. We, I can't force you to sign any contracts. I can't force you to buy a home. I'm not going to try to hoodwink you because guess what? If we sell you a bad home, which we've never done, but if you did, you would call us daily or complain, lawyer, this and that. I don't want to go to bed because I won't be able to sleep. I hate that. I can't sleep knowing something like that. One, I just straightforward, karma, honest. Yeah. But I, I love my sleep. No offense. So I don't want anything on that slate. So I'm never. Corey, same. That's how we were taught and raised, straightforward and honest. And you just don't do that. You don't force someone to buy a home. You can't. I don't know how you could. I guess I heard. Oh, there's one. Yep. All right. Ron, go for it. You want me to get it? Oh, fuck. How far do you think I have until it flutters? Um, I would try to get, you see that little fluff of grass right in the middle there? The green the, the right green in the thing? center. You yeah, think I can make it that far? Well, no. If you start to see it, like, I mean, right now with its head perked up, he's, yeah, he's ready to get to going, but he's starting to settle a little bit, so. Well, we'll see what we can do here. Here's a little trick my dad taught me. Sometimes if you turn your flashers on, it distracts them. All right. Just be ready to shoot if he flies. That's all right. Watch where he goes and we'll see him in the tree. Flashers didn't work. So what? I said flashers didn't work, <laughs> but Maybe he'll be sitting right there in the tree. I forgot. So down is down is safe, up is shoot. Okay. Let's go take a look. So as we were saying, um, we can't force you to buy a home. It, it doesn't work like that. So call Corey, call myself, and just ask us every question possible. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, rep reputation for us is huge. Like if I would not have a business if I didn't have reputation and i i probably tear myself up more than a buyer if they're not happy with what they bought like i mean i it's well and ultimately it's your choice it is we show you everything we give you all the facts i've given someone facts where i'm like i don't know if i do this here's everything why and they're like ron i want it i'm like game on okay Ooh, right it was up, up here a bit way. further and you know what that's that's your choice so we give you all the choices we give you all the information but ultimately we can only steer the ship so far with letting you i may you want to go for a little hike right up this trail you want me to just take a look yeah just okay peek probably in one of these trees right give here me one second Corey's going to tell you uh you should tell him a real estate story something fun yeah but yeah, it's reputation in, in my opinion in this game in real estate is extremely important. And if you want it in the long, if you want to continue to do this career in the long run, you got to have good re reputation and, you know, we can give you all the information that we can and answer all your questions. Um, but there are those times where we do we do all those things and buyer's still not happy and it tears me up it bugs me to no end uh, i recently had one where i had a 
repeat client and out of state and uh, just she just felt like I didn't give her enough information um, and some of the things that she thought I didn't give her enough information on I know we specifically had those conversations and so I don't I just don't know somewhere along the line communications failed um, it can't please everybody but I, I know in my heart that I try very hard to give you every bit of information that you need to make a sound decision on buying a home. And that's me. And I know Ron is very good at giving you all the information that, you know, that he has. And if he doesn't have the information, he finds it and gives it to you that way. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, the market is, like we've been saying, is slow, but it's still really not a bad time to buy. And really, like we've been saying, I, I'm even looking at homes and thinking, wondering if I should roll my equity out of the current home and, and uh, buy something else and, you know, keep, keep gathering info, gathering that equity and just, you know, equity keeps growing. It always has, so. All right, well, I gave Chase a grouse. Got it fluttered somewhere in the woods again. Didn't see it, so. But we are gonna probably focus a little more on grouse hunting now, because we're starting to see some grouse out here. Um, I'm sure Corey regaled you with a nice story. <laughs> That's good. And uh, I mean, today was, you know, the market's slow, but I think my conclusion or executive summary is if you're ready to buy or coming here one do your research find a good agent let us and when i mean find a good agent corey or i like I, to be honest hands down the best realtors you're going to find best real estate agents in olympia washington i mean i go all the way to bellingham i'm helping another client in bellingham go by down to vancouver sometimes go to east side of the mountain like the yakima 12 plex we go all over we went to Oh, Pasco, Corey and I did a nice listing out there. Uh, hands down, get with us first. So if you're moving here, let us know. If you're from here, you know us. Let us help you sell. Time to sell, time to buy. Like, let's go. We've got this. The market may be slow. Doesn't mean stuff's not moving. There's a lot of stuff going on in the back scenes. And if you're ready to buy, um, call us. Uh, that's, I mean, the executive summary. You can refinance if you're worried about rates, which everybody is. I get it. If rates go back down, refinance. Simple as that. That's my plan. I have another one that we did up, and we're going to refinance down. It's just the reality of it is. If you're looking to invest, call us. We'll help you invest. All right, Corey, what do you got to wrap up with? Um, I kind of, you know, wrapped up when you were looking for that grouse, so... Well, fine. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have much else to say. But yeah, it's just we can always question whether or not it's the right time, and then we miss out on opportunities. And so, again, if you're just wanting to get information and ask your specific questions, I am here and available and ready to talk to you. And uh, I will not, like I said, never. I turn that one off. I'll oh, never okay. pressure you to to buy. I'll just give you information and let you 
make that decision. So there you go. So Corey and Ron, Ron and Corey, we're here to help you in real estate. Give us a call. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast as we pheasant hunt through. It's like a misty rain. So the ground's <laughs> like somewhat muddy, but not. It's cloudy and overcast, but clearing away. So it's like the spookiness is kind of wearing off. So it's coming clear. It's going to be a nice clean day for a little bit until it rains again. We got trees and evergreen and ferns and slaw and yep. slough slaw slough slough <laughs> plants are gonna kill me <laughs> and uh, you know just driving down a country road looking for bigfoot and uh you know we'll find them we'll get them and hopefully we get a grouse or two and don't spook that quick holy cow yeah that one was a little jumpy yeah and it took off i mean i get demons see it it was up in a tree somewhere i just heard it flutter I walked the way it fluttered, hope to catch it in the tree again. It was, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. Didn't, want, didn't feel like I didn't bring my hiking boots. So, of course, good job on prepping Eagle Scout here with no hiking boots. Awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next podcast. We'll have another one coming out in a few days here, uh, and I'll upload them as they get coming. Have a good day. See ya.